Let's be radically honest. The reason you decided to become an entrepreneur wasn't to put yourself last and sacrifice your health and well-being. You were looking for freedom. Imagine if you could create the life and business of your dreams without working any harder. Imagine if stress and overwhelm were a thing of the past. What if the way forward isn't about a brand new approach and all you need is a mindset shift instead? Business intuitive coach Ranchelle Van Bryce is here to guide you through letting go of the underlying beliefs that are holding you back so you can stop making a living and start creating your epic life. Well, hello, hello, and welcome to the show, um, whether you're here live or you're listening afterwards. I so much appreciate the energy that you bring uh, here with me. Super excited for those of you, you might not know that we're actually stream, we, we do a um, stream uh, live, pardon me, to both Facebook and YouTube and other sources, and we're on, um, you know, Inspired Choices Network as well as Inspired Choices Network, their TV channel, which is super exciting. Had you told me years ago that I would be on TV, uh, I you know, probably would have told you you were full of shit. And yet here I am with all of you. So thank you so much. Today, we're going to talk about self-care or self-sabotage. And uh, the fine line that you didn't know that existed. This particular topic came through a session that I was channeling in the morning. So every morning I have this opportunity to hang out with some incredible women. And, um, and at that time, there's a message that I receive in the morning. I get this like, go here, say this. The uh, it's through Zoom camera turns on and then I just start talking and then information comes, I get a download and I share it. And so this is one of the things we talked about. And I thought it was such a cool topic that I wanted to bring to all of you here on Inspired Choices Network and or your favorite uh, podcast platform. And so I will talk a little bit more, I guess, and describe what we're going to talk about today and share with you. But first, uh, allow me the opportunity, the pleasure of introducing myself. So my name is Ranchal Van Bryson. I am a business intuitive and a reverend in metaphysics. And, you know, I just started, uh, although I graduated, I got my bachelor's degree in metaphysics in June, I just started addressing myself that way. Uh, and so certainly that's part of like self-sabotage, right? Uh, not acknowledging the work that I've done and not wanting to carry that through. And, and I'm going to share a little bit about that in my story later on today. But thank you so much for tuning in. And I'm super passionate because I believe that there is a universe design business plan a marketing plan, sales plan uh, that is uniquely tailored for you. And what I'm seeing is that many of you, especially conscious entrepreneurs, you've been on a quest, you're chasing, uh, tirelessly chasing, right, the dream of creating a thriving business and a balanced life. And it seems to escape you. And what if the secret isn't more work, but a shift in perspective? But also, uh, I think it's so important that, you know, we can, we can, we can build and develop a customized business plan for you based on your soul imprint. And I'll share more about what I mean about that later on um, and throughout the show. I love what I do because I think one of the unique pieces that I bring together is a potent blend of spirituality, science, and strategic thinking to the table. And one of the things I talk about lots is that I actually know like as K-N-O-W, capital K, capital N, capital O, capital W. 
that ease and flow is our natural state of being. And we're not really living in a natural state. That you're not just connected to divine source energy. You actually are divine source energy. And it's about time that your business reflects how incredibly powerful you are. And chances are, if you're listening, um, you're, you've either discovered it or you're going to spend some time with me and you're going to uncover it. Uh, and you're, you're going to be so thrilled when you when you see that. I love working with the women that I work with. Um, I work with coaches, healers, energy workers, and those in fiercely competitive industries like financial planning, uh, mortgage brokers, virtual assistants, website developers. Those are my my clients. And many of them, uh, perhaps maybe even like you, have felt the strain of traditional business teachings that champion the old patriarchal way of striving and achieving. I believe there is a divine masculine and a divine feminine, a patriarchal and matriarchal. And I think what I'm observing now is that that old way of doing business is shifting. And we haven't yet bridged to this new way of doing business. And we we will. And we are bridging it, but we're not quite there. And so part of what I do in, the, in my morning calls is channeling this divine tailored message to you about your entrepreneurial journey. And I say it's about your entrepreneurial journey because I share stories about my own journey um, and I'm guided to I'm guided to share what I'm supposed to share in order for you to see the truth of who you are, that you are divine source energy, that you are the light code, that you are the energy code, that you are the oh, there's so many other words that we could that we could use. You are the cone of power would be another one, another example. And so I'm going to invite you before I get into the show, if you're tired of investing time and money into systems that don't resonate with you and your your soul's purpose, or you're ready for some epic transformational mic drop moments, let's embark on that journey together. And I invite you to, uh, to connect with me. I invite you to message me. Now, here's the really cool thing. When I uncovered what my soul's mission was and how I was to share my mission, Part of how I'm to share is I need to wait for you to raise your hand and say, I'm ready to have a conversation. I'm actually not meant to hunt and gather and achieve from an energetic perspective. It's not in my design. It doesn't align with my sole purpose. And so that's why I'm saying to you, if what I say resonates with you, I invite you. And when you're ready and when you're meant to be connected to me, I know that you will connect with me because I'm super easy to find. You can Google me. Uh, You can look me up on Facebook uh, and you can look me up on LinkedIn or Instagram because my first name, R-A-N-C-H-E-L-L-E. There's only two or three of us in the world. I am not, uh, there's a Filipino and the Philippines, there is a a resort. I am not the resort. I don't own the resort. (laughs) So don't try to connect me through the resort. Yeah, that's not going to happen, but any other way you can. So today, self-care or self-sabotage, the fine line that you didn't know existed. You know, this came up through a channeling session. And the question that I was asked to ask the group was, are you giving yourself a well-deserved break or are you unknowingly throwing obstacles in your own path? Because there is this fine line between self-care and self-sabotage. Most of us relish in this idea of taking a moment for ourselves. And we're told, go with the flow, relax, don't work so hard, which is all true. 
But is that your truth? Are you actually meant to go with the flow and relax? Or are you meant to have a strategic plan, right? Your soul has a, has a purpose, leaves a DNA. Uh, in your DNA, there's an imprint, pardon me. And if you're trying to follow business strategies that don't resonate with you, but they sound really cool because maybe you're tired, <laughs> right? Um, you're not going to create the epic life that you so deserve. And so some of what I want to talk about is, um, is that, that line between self-sabotage and self-awareness or uh, self-care. I also want to talk a little bit about the neurodivergent brain today. And I'm going to talk a little bit about procrastination and perhaps maybe uh, provide you with a different way to look at things. Because I believe that self-sabotage and procrastination actually do provide us with an opportunity to expand. And it's there for a purpose, a reason. If you've been in this show before, you have heard me say over and over again, right? Everything happens for us and nothing happens to us. Now that comes originally from when I was in Alateen, which is everything happens for a reason. And I may not know the reason, but I do believe 100% that everything happens for a reason. And it has provided me with a lot of peace and serenity. It is also at different times of my life. I have not had a lot of peace and serenity. I've had the experience of both, right? So I live the universal law of polarity, which is if there's one thing that's present, the other is also present because everything is created in a whole. And so let's start with, I think, understanding the core of procrastination and unveil maybe some of those layers of procrastination, because often the act itself masks deeper feelings, uh, deeper insecurities or unmet, unmet needs. It really, I think, speaks to our core wounds and our core fears, right? So um, procrastination in itself I believe, and, and this is what came through the channeling. Um, let me rephrase that. This is the, what came through the channeling session that I did about procrastination and self-sabotage uh, and also around manipulation. I won't talk about that today, I don't think, but I'll add that, was that the self-sabotage and the procrastination, I guess, is a way, is a form that our ego manipulates us. Uh, and that we might even try to manipulate other human beings through those two acts of self-sabotage and or procrastination. And you, one, of the, one of the lies behind procrastination is that you'll have other people, maybe other coaches or well-meaning people, um, parents perhaps maybe, or spouses or friends, who will tell you that, that in order to stop procrastinating, you have to think about the act of procrastination, stop it and change your behavior. And there's some truth to that. However, what's um, most important as you get to the root cause of procrastination, which is a belief, it would be a limiting belief, would be a core wound or a core fear. There's a reason why you're procrastinating. And so it would, it would um, be wise, that's the word, wise for you to maybe spend some time contemplating the procrastination. Now, you don't have to ask yourself why you're procrastinating because it really doesn't matter. Um, it's more of that you are procrastinating and being just radically honest with yourself. And if you literally write a list of all the ways that you procrastinate, you will start to see uh, a pattern, right, of behavior that emerges. So 
I procrastinate on cleaning. I don't like to clean, but I like a clean house, but I procrastinate on it. And so there is, it's not just the action of it. It's the, what, what's the limiting belief? What's the belief behind procrastinating on something that I know I'll feel better doing, but I don't do it. I also have procrastinated on taking care of my health and wellness, putting my business first, right? And so when I talk about that at different shows or even in my introductions, because I've done it and I've lived the consequences of uh, procrastinating on the health, postponing things that are important to me in order. So making sacrifices, I say that with air quotes, in order for me, because I think that I need to focus more on my business and less on my health and wellness or less on having a clean home. And there's an underlying uh, limiting belief behind that around value and worthiness. And so this is what I'm talking about. It's, you know, so it's simple to say, uh, and it is, I think it's simple to like make a list of all the places you're procrastinating, which is what I'm asking you to do. Uh, and then again, don't ask yourself why, but ask yourself, like, what is the truth in this, right? What is possible or what's behind my behavior? What belief do you have to have in order for procrastination to be a thing? Now, you might have a neurodivergent brain as well, which will add to, and I'll talk a little bit about that in a bit, but we'll, which will add to your procrastination piece, right? Often we can pro procrastinate because there's a fear of failure, right? We're wanting an, a specific outcome and we're not sure if we can get it. So we procrastinate because of that. There's something called decisional procrastination, right? Not because the task itself, but due to the indecision, the indecision associated with it. So you might delay doing a task because you can't decide the best way to approach it or you're torn between multiple options, right? And you're not really sure. It might be a little bit uh, tied to perfectionism as well. And task aversion, right? If a task is perceived as boring, like cleaning the bathroom, it's boring. What's the point? I like a clean bathroom, but I can't wrap my head around sometimes that in order to have a clean bathroom. And then those sounds, I know this sounds like what, but I, but I can't make the connection. Mm, let me rephrase that. Up until now, I hadn't made the connection of having a clean bathroom and the feeling of going in and seeing that it's clean. That means that I need to be the one to clean it or somebody, but cleaning the washroom is my responsibility in the house here. So simply not wanting to do something you know, uh, can also be a powerful motivator for procrastination. Lack of self-discipline. This is also part of the procrastination. Now, all of these acts that I'm talking about, all of these actions are tied into a belief, a belief that you have about yourself. And I would say it would be a limiting belief that you'll have about yourself, some sort of limitation that you've placed upon yourself that's attached to this action. We have a belief, we have an emotion, we have an, a thought, we have an action or inaction like procrastination, we have a result and that instills the belief. So it's not just about the act of procrastination or to not procrastinate. So you might have this lack of self-discipline. So um, this is, I think, when it, where uh, poor impulse control, whether it's lack of self, uh, self-discipline or perhaps a neurodivergent brain, 
right? Uh, that you might have, right? And if you have a neurodivergent brain, which could look like ADD or ADHD um, or any other brain that's wired differently, procrastination is a thing. That doesn't mean you can you, you that you can't move through it or expand through it, but it's a general, a daily part of your day. And but it, again, it's tied to how your brain is wired, which is tied to beliefs. And of course, executive function difficulties can happen as well. Uh, and that could be from a neurodivergent brain. But regardless of those like types of procrastination, it is just being really honest with yourself. It's, a, it's that radical honesty of the pieces of your life that you procrastinate. A lot of people with a neurodivergent brain procrastinate in paying bills. And they, they don't even know that they're procrastinating and, and paying bills until like their phone is cut off or their heat is cut off or their water is cut off, right? And it's a thing where they actually forget uh, to do it the way that their brain is, brain is wired. It's still procrastination, but I'm just kind of giving you an explanation. Maybe you have somebody in your life that that's happening too. And you didn't realize that was connected to a, a brain that's wired differently. So... Um, we're going to go to break here uh, and then I'm going to get back from break. I'm going to talk about how do you know if you're procrastinating, like why you're procrastinating or what's causing the procrastination is a better way. Talk about maybe some of the limiting beliefs behind procrastination, some of the core wounds and core fears. And then I'm going to talk about strategy uh, after that. So thank you so much for sticking with me so far. Uh, this has been fantastic. Appreciate you. My name is Ranchelle, and the show is Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle, and we're on Inspired Choices Network. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something you have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with business intuitive coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Hello and welcome back. Uh, each week that I'm on the show, I pull cards. I, I've been using Oracle cards for 
20 some years (laughs) before that they were saying the the thing to do I love oracle cards I don't believe in accidents accidents are coincidences and so um the last I think month it's been when I'm pulling cards in the morning uh, for the show, two always jump out. And so the first card that I meant to share with you, it's uh, from the Enchanted Map, Colette Baron Reed's uh, book, Oracle Cards. I've had this for a very, very long time. I think it when it first came out. And it's the Wizard of Awareness. Your soul knows best to be still and observe. Mindfulness is about being observant and remaining neutral about what goes out in the world around you. This applies to the environment within you too. If you struggle inside of yourself, stepping into an observer position gives you a new powerful perspective that neutralizes any discomfort or overexcitement. You have the capacity to see things clearly now, unencumbered by opinion or desire. Wearing uh, the world as a loose garment requires you to adopt a sense that nothing that happens to you is personal. People come and go, experiences evolve from one state to another in a continual shifting and change, no matter how much you want things to stay the same. The Wizard of Awareness asks you to give up your need to define or limit what you're experiencing now. It's all good. Let it be and watch the miracle unfold without any direct influence from you. Uh, you know, and so that's a, I've never pulled that card before. So it was really interesting for me, you know, in my coaching practice, one of the terminologies that I use all the time is that uh, our level of mm, comfort, our level of discomfort, our level of peace and serenity is directly dependent on the meaning that we give experiences. And so we can look at an experience and just experience the isness of it with no, this is good, this is bad, this is right or this is wrong. Or we can have an experience and we can make a meaning out of it. Then what I found over the last few years, um, in 2000, I guess 2018, I decided I wanted my life to be one of ease and flow and peace and serenity. and. Uh, I was sharing with my mom yesterday, we were went for a road trip, and uh, I was sharing with her how excited I am that I'm in this place and space in my life, that I have such peace um, in my life, such serenity. Well, that doesn't mean that things don't go sideways, because they do. And that doesn't mean that I don't have bad days, because I do. But it's so much, feels so much different. And I'm going to use an example of procrastination, because I've had to work through my different levels of procrastination. And I've had all of the levels that I shared with you, right? Um, I've had a fear of not necessarily failure, but fear of being judged. Um, There's a bit of perfectionism that I sometimes will have, uh, a little bit of lack of self-discipline, a little bit of neurodivergent brain patterning happening. Um. I procrastinate when I'm overwhelmed. I procrastinate when I'm attached to the outcome. And as I started to see when I uh, started to really notice when I was procrastinating, it was years ago as I was building a business and um, one of my businesses, I make it sound like I only built one. I love business. (laughs) So I am a serial entrepreneur. 
Um, and I remember thinking that there was a task that I needed to do. I needed to write a marketing funnel. I needed to create a marketing funnel. And I was, I was procrastinating. And I was in a little bit of awe because it wasn't like I didn't know what to do because uh, I used to own a sales and marketing agency and used to build marketing funnels for people. I still do actually build funnels for people in a much different way. And I found myself really surprised that I was procrastinating. And as I started to do a little bit deeper, uh, dig deeper into spirituality and, um, and my own, my own my spirituality, and I started to look at the science behind how a, behind how a brain works, I started to understand what was happening. Now, this is the fine line between um, the self-sabotage and procrastination and honoring oneself. And so I noticed that, and I had I had just been through a really shitty time in my life and I was tired and I was burnt out and I was sad and I was really struggling in all areas of my life. And what I noticed was that I I was self-aware to, enough to know that I was procrastinating and I was in self-sabotage <laughs> yet and I say yet yet what was happening was I was in this space of I'm burnt out I'm tired I'm angry I'm this I'm that so I was wearing this victim cloak and I thought and I truly thought that I was in self-care mode because I had I had been, I had suffered from burnout. I had almost lost my um, my house to bankruptcy. So I uh, was um, left a marriage. I like there was a lot of, like there was a lot of stuff going on. And I you know I to be honest I wasn't really even given the clarity of the self-care and self-sabotage until I had this download a couple of weeks ago. So I didn't have the language then that I do now. But what I noticed was that I was self-aware enough to know that I was procrastinating on something that would make a difference financially. And I wasn't taking action. And I was aware enough to know that I wasn't taking action and I wasn't doing anything. And so I pretended, and I'm going to use that word, there was the illusion, that's a better word, that I was taking care of myself. But the truth behind it was that I wasn't in self-care mode, I was in self-sabotage mode. And it was disguised like, I'm just going to take the day off because I'm tired and burnt out and sad. And all of that was true. I was tired. I was burnt out. I was sad. And so I, what I want you to, to think about is what are you what are you in right now procrastinating on? What are the tasks that you know that will make a difference in your life if you would just do them? And what are you telling yourself? So it could kind of look like this. Yeah, I'm totally procrastinating, but you know, I get that, uh, but I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. So you're aware you're procrastinating, you're procrastinating on being aware that you're procrastinating. So it might look like that. 
Or it might be like, I deserve, I deserve a break because, and then insert the, because I'm burnt out, because I'm tired, because my husband left me, because I'm this, because I'm that. That's the victim mentality. I deserve it. Uh, I became aware about a month ago, anytime that I hear myself or someone else say, I deserve, it's, it is a, um, a, a pattern, a trigger for you to pause and go, why do I feel like I need to tell myself that I deserve something? If we have to tell ourselves that we deserve something, chances are we're feeling like we don't deserve something. The limiting belief, I believe, would be around worthiness or value, right? It's like um, in the world of coaching, I'll hear coaches say, I value myself, therefore I'm charging this much. And I have a very different view. I might ruffle a few feathers. And so, which is, what the fuck has that got to do with what you charge? Like, and there's a lot of coaches, a lot of my mentors have said that. And I bought into that. And then one day I was like, that is nothing. My value has nothing to do with what I charge. Although when I didn't value myself, there was a connection. <laughs> so it's kind of like a mind fuck. Right. But we can step back. If I have to talk about I'm valuable or I have to talk about my worthiness, then with the times that I had to do that, I can now look and go, oh, yeah, I was really struggling with my value, my worthiness. And so I'm going to challenge you on that thinking. Now, you, that may be different for you. I'm not saying that my way is the right way. I'm just I'm I'm here on this planet to ask you questions. I'm here on this planet to challenge you on your paradigm and the way that you're thinking and so what if that had nothing to do with so I do um I do believe that procrastination has a lot to do with how you your self-confidence your self-esteem your self-worth your self-love and the challenge you might have is you're aware you're procrastinating and yet you're still procrastinating. And if you're doing that, which is a lot of people who procrastinate and I can raise my hand because I've done that and I have to be careful that I don't stay in that mode. You're just feeling sorry for yourself, right? It's, it's like um, someone saying, hmm, I'll use, I'll use my, I won't use someone. I'll use my own example. Yeah, I know I'm overweight, but I deserve this. And I'll get to, I deserve this piece of cake. I deserve this Dairy Queen ice cream. And I'll get to it tomorrow. I know my health is being compromised, but I deserve ice cream. And I've said that, and I know how fucked up that sounds. I get it. And so what kinds of sayings, things are you saying to yourself that if anyone else heard you that didn't have that same challenge that you would have would go, what the hell are you talking about? I'm going to challenge you to think about that in the world of that, of your, if you're procrastinating. Again, you don't need to know why you're procrastinating. You're procrastinating. And there's no judgment around it. So then I talked about having the experience, the is this the experience, this is what I'm talking about. Radical honesty, look at the experience. Have the is this the experience? Zero judgment. 
All right, when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit more about procrastination. Um, we're going to dive a little bit more actually deeper into self-sabotage. And I can't wait to, to kind of share with you some of the things that came to me in the call that I had this one day. So again, my name is Ranchelle. We're here on Inspired Choices Network, and the show is Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something you have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with business intuitive coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows, along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Welcome back, everyone. Um, before I forget, I'm going to do the second card reading. And I also, one of the businesses I have is Clarity Confidence Connection. We do events and summits, and we are going to Hawaii this uh, November 2nd to the 5th. And I'm inviting you to Hawaii. And if you email me at rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca, uh, we have some bonuses already. But if you uh, want to go to Hawaii, email me. I'm going to send you a personal link to come to Hawaii with me. We're doing a mastermind there, which is going to be so much fun. And so um, even if you've never heard of a mastermind or you're intrigued by what I'm saying, email me. And I'm going to give you an extra special bonus uh, by emailing me and uh, and we'll and we'll talk and and after we talk I'll decide what that bonus is but I'm thinking it'll be something like around if you own a business and a marketing plan or a sales plan based on your unique fingerprint which is actually based on your birth date uh, your birthplace and your birth time I think that would be so much fun so we can create a plan specifically for you um, that's my idea of a good time. And so I'd love to do that with you if you want to come hang out with uh, Samantha and Candace, who are my cohorts on the Clarity Conference Connection Summit. So the next card that I wanted to share with you in uh, Colette Baron Reed is Heal the Ouch. Uh, now this card, I'll show you this. I forgot to show you the last card. Sorry, sorry, folks, is this one. But when it popped out, it was reversed. And so um, in Colette's book, uh, she has a re what a reversed meaning means. I want to honor her. Then uh, this is one of the reasons why I don't look at something and, and interpret it in my own way. 
I have the ability to do that. One of the things that I have been guided to do is to honor the person who wrote, uh, who, who channeled, who downloaded the message. So reversed, this card is a message urging you to make amends for any harm you've done to one another, to another. Appraise yourself honestly. Have you ever been selfish, greedy, or inconsiderate of others? Have you harbored resentment towards those who have harmed you in the past? Practice deep and radical forgiveness. In order to be free, to know healing, you must surrender your old hurts and begin anew. Forgiving yourself and loving yourself is important too. Be humble and willing to admit to your weaknesses, knowing the imperfections of the human personality. Walk tall as you take the path of the shaman, the wise elder who is willing to go in the shadows to bring healing light to old wounds. I love this. You know, in uh, Alateen, which is the 12-step program for children of alcoholics, they talk about your character defects, and it's important to know what your character defects are. And uh, on this road trip that I went, I went with my mom, her and my dad have a have a lot um, in at Cold Lake, Alberta, this beautiful um, view of the lake, and it's on top of a hill, so it's high up. And um, we were talking about uh, Alateen and Alanon, so the 12-step program. And we were specifically actually talking about character defects. And, you know, one of um, my most bravest moments was, I think, 2019 or 2020, or 2000, yeah, 2019, 2020, when I realized that some of the challenges that I was having in my current relationship, I had in my first uh, marriage and my second marriage. And the only common denominator between those three men was me. And so I uh, did something really brave and I texted my ex-husband and asked him if he would be willing to have a conversation with me because I really wanted to look at some of my character defects and I wanted to A, make amends and B, I wanted to transform, I wanted to change them. And his first response was no. Uh, Are you kidding me? No. That told me a lot. Right. And so I was like, I understand the hesitancy. I promise you there'll be no repercussions. I really need to understand what my character defects are because I can't see them because they're so hidden. They're so insidious. And um, I was I would so much appreciate. And what he shared with me was that uh, I am very persistent. And when I make up my mind on something, uh, it's going to happen regardless of where everyone, anyone's at. And it was a common theme because Rob, my current partner said one day, you make decisions about our life and you take action on it and you don't even consider asking me what my thoughts are. And I said to him, you're right. And, and, he was, it was, and, and what was crazy was that it didn't even, I didn't even, um, occur to me to have a conversation with my partner on with the direction of our life because I was just going to do it. It was my life. And so that is, it's a character defect that I, that I have, that I work through sometimes successfully and sometimes not. And I'm sharing this story because it's kind of like when you understand that you procrastinate and if you just poo-pooed it away, I've procrastinated and it's affecting my life and eh, whatever. Once you become aware of something, the opportunity that you have is to expand through it. Now, are you going to have per- perfection? Hell no, right? 
do, is this something that I need to continuously work on? Um, yes, because I get an idea in my head and I think I totally want this. And it, it really, and this is why it's a character defect, because it really doesn't occur to me to have a conversation with my partner. And what was awesome about this same time is that my son, Jacob, was living uh, with Rob and I. And I asked him um, this, as he had noticed the behavior as well. And he said, he, he said, um, yes, he said, but it showed up differently with the kids. And he said, when I um, want, when I wanted the kids to do something, I would um, tell them or ask them. So I, you know, I, depending on what it was, and if they didn't do what I wanted them to do, he said, you punish us by withdrawing. You get really quiet and get really firm in your energy and your tone. And I'm, I'm, I'm not that way normally, unless I'm um, not getting my way. And so, again, I'm sharing this with you because when you become aware of a character defect like procrastination, now, why, why could, why could procrastination or self-sabotage, let's, I'm going to transition into self-sabotage here. Why could that be considered a character defect? Because your um, behavior, okay, remember the behavior is attached to a belief. I'm just going to talk about the behavior. The behavior may not necessarily just affect you, right? Your behavior um more than likely affects more than just you. And in our desire for self-care, because self-care with women is like really trending right now. Boundaries and self-care for women, really trending. And it, they're important. It's a fine line, though. It's a really fine line between am I taking care of myself or am I bullshitting myself and I'm self-sabotaging through this act of procrastination because I'm tired, because I don't want to do something, because I'm overwhelmed, because I'm afraid. And I think the opportunity we have really is to just be radically honest with ourselves. So how can we distinguish self-care from self-sabotage? It's really looking at your behavior, recognizing that our actions have various triggers and various reasons. We behave a certain way because of a, a belief, limiting or empowering belief. And there are certain things that might trigger us into self-sabotage or into uh, procrastination, right? Once, um, I think once we move into true acceptance of ourself, true self-worth and self-love, there's less self-sabotage going and just more deep, a deep understanding, a deep committed love and an acceptance of the procrastination, an acceptance of the limiting belief, but not an acceptance of the behavior. The mind bend is to accept, but not provide yourself with guilt and shame. Do something different. This is why it's like kind of a rocky road, right? It's like, oh yeah, I totally, I totally procrastinated yesterday. I didn't do anything. Okay, cool. Right? There'd be a reason for that. But seven days later, 
and you're wanting to do something, let's say, I don't know, build a funnel or I don't know, a new program or I don't know, like whatever, whatever yours is. Then it's, then it's not procrastination. It's like one step further into the pit of self-sabotage. And there's like, it's, it's multifaceted, right? Because you're actively or passively taking steps and hindering your, your progress and your potential success. So, and they're widely personal. And I think one of the challenges can be certainly is it's difficult for you to explore the triggers and limiting beliefs behind the why because you're creating them. I think this is where a guide, a mentor, a coach is so important, right? I, not in a million years, would I have figured out that I was bullying the people that I love to do what I want because I just wanted what I wanted because I was really good, really, and really good at manifesting. It never occurred to me to bring somebody into the conversation. Now, why? Because I wanted what I wanted and I wasn't interested in conversing with somebody because what if they didn't what I want? want? Because then I'd have to have a conversation, an uncomfortable conversation around compromise and sacrifice, which I don't do well. And I don't do that well because I'm stubborn and I want what I want. And my two-year-old shows up. So that's what I'm talking about. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been able to pick, figure that on my own. But I asked people in my life that I had hoped would be open to being honest with me and trusted that I would be okay in receiving the information. Because I knew once they realized I was serious, I knew I would receive the truth. And I knew that I couldn't give it any meaning other than the truth. I couldn't, I couldn't be angry. I couldn't do all the things, right? So this is why it's, it's such a, I mean, human behaviors, I'm fascinated by human behavior, right? So when we say we want to achieve, um, create, manifest something, what can come up are these behaviors of procrastination and self-sabotage. All right, let's go to our last break. I can't believe it already. Thank you so much for being here with me. My name is Ranchelle. Stick with me while I wind this up after the break. We're here on Inspired Choices Network. Thanks, everyone. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something you have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with business intuitive coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. 
Welcome back, everyone, as I wrap this incredible time together um, up. So I was talking about self-sabotage and, and procrastination. I kind of mailed those, those two uh, together. Self-sabotage, certainly some of the reasons, I guess, um, behind it. And I've talked about the limiting beliefs, but, you know, connected to that is um, low self-worth or self-esteem. So individuals who have a low self-worth uh, sabotage their own efforts because they don't believe that they actually deserve success. So comes to the core wound and core fears of worthiness and, and value, abandonment and being loved. Uh, and what happens is our past experiences internalize these beliefs, which makes us question our worthiness at, at an unconscious basis, an unconscious level. And so we inadvertently push opportunities or undermine our own efforts. So that's one of the reasons behind self-sabotage. I don't think these are not necessarily be new to you, but perhaps maybe in exploring um, and being open to some of your behaviors that you that you hear people have a challenge with, right? Our spouses, our parents, um, our children have a tendency to like speak their truth to us, right? Fear of the unknown is another reason because success can often bring change and change can be scary. Our brains are wired for safety and security. So our brains actually really don't like the unknown. And so uh, we can self-sabotage because we might be afraid of how our relationships will be affected, how our own identity will be affected. Our life circumstances could be altered by success. And then this can lead to the behaviors that keep us in our current state, even if it's less than ideal. Right. Um, I have a story about there's been different times in my life where I've said, you know, uh, what, what are the reasons why I love doing what I do is I can do it anywhere in the world. And, um, and there's different times that I've self-sabotaged. I'm like, what, you know, what's going on? And the, the truth is, yes, I can do this anywhere in the world. And but my former husband and my current partner, they can't do this, what they do anywhere in the world. So this is like almost as like, yeah, I can do this, but there's a value disconnect because that might mean that I have to be on my own and do it by myself. And I don't want to do that. So what can happen is self-sabotage. So that's an example of it. Perfectionism, right? Uh, those of us who strive for perfection certainly will find themselves in self-sabotage. Control. <laughs> there is a certain bit of predictability and failure um, if one is orchestrating it. And so if we're self-sabotaging or we're in procrastination, there is a benefit to us, even if we don't know it. And one of the benefits is control, controlling the outcome. And so ask yourself what, uh, even though it might be a crazy, a sound crazy question, what benefits am I receiving in my life by procrastinating or self-sabotaging? Because you wouldn't do the behavior if there wasn't some sort of benefit, right? Um, there also can be, and this is really important to uh, to note, unresolved psychological trauma can, of course, be part of it as well. And so I urge you uh, either way to explore working with someone, um, but certainly you'll want to work with someone who's licensed, a licensed coach or licensed therapist uh, who works with psychological trauma, uh, if you're experiencing that. So what's a person to do? I mean, first and foremost, if you resonate with any of this, I, I do, I encourage you, I invite you to, uh, to uh, connect with me. I'd love to have a conversation with you. 
But what we can do is be in awareness that there's a limiting belief. It affects our thoughts. It affects our emotions. We have an action, which could be an action, which shows us as a result. And that result then that we are experiencing reinforces the limiting belief or the belief. It can go both ways, right? So it reinforces the belief that we have. So that's certainly part of it. That's a one strategy is just to be in awareness of that. Before you make changes to an action, to your behavior, you're going to need to look at what's the belief behind it. Ask yourself what you're trying to distract. So perceptions of distraction, you know, uh, start asking yourself, I say I want this thing, but I'm not doing the thing. So what's the benefit to not doing the thing? And what am I trying to distract myself from? Right. Explore your shadow self. Explore that dark side. We are, um, Samantha, one of the, my cohort from Clarity Commons Connection, she talks about we're a, a, a mosaic. We have all of these different parts that we're bringing together. I love how she explains it. And so I, I'm certainly not adequately explaining like she does, but really from my perspective, it's like we're bringing all these parts of ourselves together as the light side, the dark side. And uh, it's important to understand who the shadow of us is in order for us to explore what those limiting beliefs are, in order for us to explore procrastination, self-sabotage, and move away from that. Other strategies would consider forgiveness. Forgive yourself. Uh, you um, may not have known any of this until today. And so forgiveness of self is so very, very important. Uh, next, you can make a new decision. You can decide that you want to uh, be a different person. And in order to be a different person, you'll need to look at your beliefs and then you can move into what does this new person believe and what and how do they need to behave? What do they need to do? I think that's really important. I am a huge fan of affirmations and mantras, and I would certainly encourage you to implement mindfulness into your life. And that can look different for different people. Mine includes affirmations and meditations and breath work at different times, depending on how I feel in the moment. Um, it also includes uh, energy healing, um, angel energy healing. And I'm just working on my certification as an angel empowered uh, practitioner. And so it can include things like that as well. Connecting with someone who wants as much for you as you do. I think that's so important. I want to thank all of you for being here with me today. It has been a pleasure serving you. And I really look forward to connecting with you. Thank you for listening to Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. Ranchelle returns Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, be big, be bold, be brilliant, be you.